My daddy's gone on, my grandfather's gone on, my great-grandfather's gone on. But they still live. You know, the, the spray is still here. They tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Tell me of a home far away. Oh, they tell me of a home where Hello and welcome. You're listening to It Still Lives, the Foxfire podcast where we take you on a journey through Southern Appalachian history, one story at a time. I'm your host, Kimmy Ahrens, Director of Education and Curator at the Foxfire Museum. We are celebrating Black History Month this year with an interview from Lena Dorsey. Lena is actually featured in our most recent publication, the Foxfire Book of Appalachian Women. And she grew up in Bean Creek, Georgia, which is just um, near Sautee, or if you've been to North Georgia, you may be more familiar with the tourist destination of Helen. This interview was conducted in 2013 with Lena at her home in Bean Creek. Bean Creek is a unique area. It's actually a black community that was founded primarily by um, formerly enslaved peoples. And it's situated in the Sautinacoochee Valley near large farms that would have had enslaved people working for them pre-Civil War. After the Civil War, though, uh, several of the freed enslaved persons with some resources were able to stay in White County as sharecroppers for their former owners and eventually created this community of their own. Even though Lena wasn't born until 1935, she shares some of these cultural memories that kind of resonated in her community. Lena's life tells of a story that shares many themes with other people that we've encountered in the Foxfire books, but she really captures the image of this close-knit community in North Georgia. And one of the great things about Bean Creek is they had their own baseball team, and this was really a focal point of the community. So we'll hear from Lena some memories about her life growing up in the, again, mid 30s into the 40s in Bean Creek, Um, but then also, again, this role of community. If you are interested in learning more about Lena, definitely recommend ordering your copy of the Foxfire Book of Appalachian Women, which can be found on our website. If you head to www.foxfire.org and go to our podcast for this month's episode, you'll find a link to that book, or you can just navigate to the museum shop and get your copy there. Um, Lena's story is is much longer than what we can contain in this podcast and definitely sheds light on a community of color in the North Georgia mountains. We've got a little bit of a longer um, clip for you today, about 20 minutes here, so I'm going to leave it over to Lena's interview. The thing I know, we're living in the best part of the world, I think. <laughs> I think White County's, you know, uh, to me, the best kind, kind of in that I ever heard of, because I just don't believe the other places, people's killing you to look at you, you know. Now, first, it get the height got started, I, I don't know. I done heard too many different things, till I don't know which one's true, you know. Well, well tell us what you've yeah. heard. <laughs> Bing Creek, I heard they got this, a man was riding a mule and filling the branch. He, he had a bag of beans in it. Uh, and the horse, you know, I stumbled and fell the boot, bean busted and come all down the branch and branch right down to that. And beans come up. I heard that's the way Bing Creek got his, uh, got this name. 
I don't even know, remember whose name they said it was that, you know, done it. How long has there been a church in Bing Creek? 150, 150 something years. 52, we just had our anniversary this year, 52 years, I think. Are there some old graves in that cemetery? Oh Lord, yes. Do they go back like 150 years, you think? Oh yeah, we had our anniversary was 150, yeah. 150 something years. I know it's 150. I know it's that. Because we have the anniversary every year. You know, it's made out of logs when it was first built. I imagine so, because it would. I've heard it was the Methodist church right down here at this curve that you come around right down there. I heard first it was a Methodist church down there. But, uh, no, it, I mean, this, that's the only church here in the community now, is that Baptist church. Well, can you tell us about your life? Well, I've had a wonderful life, so. Uh, Were you I'm born, born and raised here? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was born and raised here. And like I say, if I had to move in my condition, I don't know where to move just listening to the news in other places because now what could you just, you know, feel safe anywhere, of course. People are just, some of them just mean and hard-hearted and all that, but... I think I live in the best part of the world. I think, you know, because I'm not in my condition if I was in Atlanta and people know that I was blind, Lord, I wouldn't live overnight. I mean, not only there, you know, it's just mean people everywhere, but I just think in White County we got some of the best people in the world. I just feel safer here anyway. Has anything changed really uh, oh, since yeah. you grew I up here? Oh yeah, I used to go to school up here. The school was like what a church said. Now and the church was kind of out this way in the parking lot, in my remember. And we left for uh, 1944, I think. The school was moved from here to Cleveland. Oak Spring High School. Mm -hmm. We was moved down there. I was six years old. Was it a segregated school? No. Um, back, back in that was 1944. Oh. No. They just closed the school up here and, and went there. Schoolhouse was sitting about where the church is now okay. back then. It was a wood building, one room. What did, what did you normally do? You went to school and then, I mean... Sat in desk, read. What did you normally do during a normal school day? That's all. We went to the recess and go out and throw the ball. Some of them were nothing but rag balls, but we enjoyed it, I reckon. You had to read then, back in then, they made you. I didn't, I just wasn't big enough to remember just high school. I know that I didn't like it because I had to sit still. But when I went to Cleveland, 
I can remember more going there than I can. Oh, really? No, we, we had resets, and that's the only time that we got to play. Anybody ever get into any mischief at school? Well, back in then, I don't remember them doing anything like that. Because, see, back then, everybody was your mom. I mean, you know, if you see one doing something had no business, it it it, it just you know, just the world turn around now. You could chastise your child. Nowadays, you can't do that. Uh, uh-uh, I I don't care who see me doing something. If I was wrong, they would, you know. So the whole community was watching, huh? You're right, right. We all were just one family right here. You can't say that these days. What do you think? What do you think caused that change? Well, I can name a lots of things, but I can't ain't sure of it. You know, a lot of people moved in here, and then a lot of people this drinking and dope what changed the whole lot so around here. People just don't love like they used to. And different peoples coming in. And mm-hmm. But back when I was coming up, we was all one family around here. You know, it was Bean Creek and all of us was, if I had a piece of bread, you had one. I mean, you know, we were just that close. Were there this many people that lived out in this, or has it? Kind of grown up a little bit. Oh, it's grown up, Lord, yeah. Oh, has it really? Yes, it's. So, about how many families lived up in here when you were younger? Not that I don't know. I don't remember. I remember jumping the branch and all that stuff, but how many people then? I don't. I don't remember. Do you remember what people did for a living? Yeah. I mean, like your your parents? Do you know what they did? To... Well, my daddy and mom worked for the Smith down in the, on the farm. You know where the Smith place? Down on 17, is that the one? Right. Okay. Going to Norwich Clark. Though. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they, and of course, I guess they'd done something way before the end, but uh, I can remember them working down there when I was little. Of course, I'm the youngest one of the family, and it was nine of us, so, you know, back then, they formed all back down in that bottom back over there that had cows. One thing, cotton would come up with me, but it wouldn't open up, and I was glad of that. <laughs> they said it would come up real pretty, but it just didn't never open yeah. up. To, So what did they farm if, if the cotton didn't really work out? Peas and potatoes and corn and I don't know, just different vegetables. Did you work on any of the farms around here? No more than what daddy had. Oh really? You know, the big farms I didn't you know then I was just I was the baby of the family. Right. And it was nine of us and you can know how no, I, and we used to have a place where we, we called a wash place. 
and back over here was a branch. Uh-huh. It had a pipe. The water run through down. And I remember going over there washing. What what did you wash? I mean you talking about like linens and stuff like that? And wash that clothes. Yeah. I mean, you know back then they just didn't have no uh nothing but we'd go over there with a scrub board, you know. Right. Had big pots that you clothes couldn't stand it these days. Right. But you had to put in the pot and boil. Uh-huh. I remember that. And we didn't uh, we lived kind of up on the hill, back up hill up here. Because they moved from I don't know where, <coughs> but that was in my lifetime. The other kids had to work on the farm and all that, but I come along a little too late. <laughs> but all us dead except Rosie and I. All the rest of them, daddy, me and mama, daddy. Well, to tell you the truth, me and Rosie and and uh, Andy and uh, Bessie is the only ones on the creek now. There used to be lots of them, but all them gone except us. We had a program, he ain't been long ago. Yeah. We the oldest of five of us. When did they marry? Now that I don't know. My mama's done got up and gone. Tell us about the um, baseball games that used to go on up here. Oh, the Valley Vets. Uh, that was, where the, you know where the church sitting at? Uh-huh. Well, it's the little road that goes right by the church on up to the ballpark. That was the Vinky Valley Vets. Well, it was, it was a team before then, but I don't know about them. Now that was the, the that that that's where Bean Creek was really popular. Everybody would come from far near to, to the ball games. That's the only fun place we had. Well, I know it more than once a month, but yeah. I just don't know where they had it. Well, somewhere, if they wasn't playing here, they were going somewhere to play. Do you remember where they went to play in different places? Just different all over the places, place? Different places. Yeah. Even they was a emo in Murphy playing. There'd be big crowds when they would play here? Oh, Lord, yes. Sir. Oh, really? How many people would be there watching it? I you? Cobbs was part from him. It's all over, you know. Right. People from everywhere would come here. Really? Every every Fourth of July, Labor Day, we was even down in Ludwood Park, down in Wadge Atlanta. Play. Yeah. Oh, that 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 was the that was the star being Greek. The mm. Valley Vets. Yeah, that that was the crown of being Greek. I mean, when I was coming up, back in then, I think Daddy and them used to play, but it wasn't nothing like the Valley Vets. My brother used to play all of them. Well, that, they used to play when my Daddy was coming up. 
you know. Well, that's the only fun game, really, that you had around here. Everybody would look forward for the ball games on the weekend. That's when people just enjoyed things. Nowadays, you can't get a crowd to hold it up. Now, y'all still have to get together once a year there, don't you? No. Uh, after this man bought that property that goes from the church back over to the, the Hellet Highway, uh-huh, he even got that road stopped up. The road come out right there in front of the church. If you got a gate or uh, something where you can't even get, go across the, we used to go across the hill, you know, and he didn't know that but a bridge going towards Hellet. Now it stopped up. I mean, he got it where you can't even go across there now. The ballpark was belonged, I reckon, in that part. Uh, what's the name of those people that Hardman Farm? Well, you can't even get no cars to there no more. And they, he got a road, I think, uh, cut right by Crest Hill Church up through there, where the old milk place used to be, dairy. It's a lot to be told that happened years ago around here, but. My brain just don't work that good this morning. From what we've read, there were slaves here years ago. When you were growing up as a child, were any of the freed slaves still alive? Not that I know of. Now I don't uh, compare it to now. It was all it was. I mean, but I, I don't remember any. Mm -hmm. It was before my time. Did you hear any stories at all about them? Yes, ma'am, and a whole lot of wooden stuff. <laughs> <laughs> could, could you share some of them with us? Yeah, I'm for example of them. <laughs> no, that, uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that, like I say, ain't no old of the men, Rose and uh, Andy and Bessie, we the oldest around here now. What'd you do when you got out of school? Went to work in private homes. You went to Sky Lake. That was my regular job. Uh, babysitting people would come to camp up there and bring your children. Oh, yeah. My aunt used to cook up there. Uh, I babysitted. At my first job. What camp was that? Sky Lake Camp. Where was that? It's just a little place up here. People's got homes up in there now. Oh, they're right. That's a private place, I think. Yeah. They did different things. You know, people were sending their kids to camp mm -hmm. during the summer. Well, yeah, it was summer just camp, a summer okay. camp. And when school time, they had to go back home. Right. And had uh, little camps, you know, all over on the board side was one side, and the girls was all across the lake on the other side. And at certain times that they would, you know, get together and do different, you know, activities or whatever. And they had horses for them to ride and just oh, wow. different things. You'd send the kids off to camp. They used to have to watch me and the, the babies started watching too because we both was kids. Right. But 
I'd go up there and play with my aunt used to cook there. That sounds like fun, though. I mean, that, that sounds it like a... It was fun. That's what they They had to watch me and the kids. Right. We that <laughs> We're making mud pies and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kept up with some of them for years and years. So. Now, how far from where your home is now did you grow up? Not too far. Back, it's back up this way on the right going up. Can you describe your house? Yes, ma'am. I never forget that, baby. <laughs> uh, it was a wood home. It was uh, bedrooms. We were sitting there. It would be every room, bedroom and all, you know. We had a bed, I remember, in that room. Heater. My grandma had a fireplace. So we stepped up a little bit when I come along, got a heat on. <laughs> but that fireplace was for up at Granny's. She had three rooms. Wood stove. Did they cook on the fireplace or did they have a wood cook stove? Well, back in, uh, they had a wood stove back when I come up, but they used to, you know, like beans and stuff, they going to boil. I remember they used to cook them in the fireplace because mm -hmm. they didn't keep a fire in the stove all day like they would the fireplace. What if they, I remember, I mean, they used to make them mattresses. I'm trying to think what they call feather ticks or something. You used to mm -hmm. get in them and it's marred out of them. It's, <laughs> I remember that. I used to like to get on that. She, God, I made more time about jumping on that bed. <laughs> <laughs> now, I grew up in a large family, and we had to sleep three to a bed. Did y'all have to do that? Lord, yes. Yes, Lord, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't have, but I think we had two bedrooms, kitchen, and porch. We used to have something like a smokehouse where we kill hogs mm -hmm. and that's where we put our meat. And we raised all our food mostly then. I don't remember them going to the store by them with some sugar and flour. Cause we used to work over here at the Northern Mill. I remember we used to have to walk, like I say, across the hill where I talk about Tom Flick had blocked off. Used to walk from here over to mill the ground corn to make, you know, meal out of mm -hmm. cornbread. I can remember that. Plenty of days I walked across there. Did they churn their own butter? Oh yes, we made all our milk. I tell you that the only thing I can remember mostly we buying was sugar and flour. And all our vegetables and meats we raised. Mm -hmm. If you went to the store, you'd run out of some milk. I mean, not milk, uh, flour and uh, sugar. And we didn't too much that sugar. We used to have hogs. I remember we used to have to pull weeds for them. We had something to do. We didn't have no spare time, hard time. 
what advice would you give to young people today? Lord have mercy. Where you want me to start at? <laughs> Anywhere you want to. <laughs> no, I just said that. <laughs> Some of it, I can't blame the kids. Some of it, I blame the parents. I mean, I do, you know. Kid ain't gonna do no more than you let it. No, I had a good life, but things have changed. Well, thank you so much for joining us this month. I hope you enjoyed this story from Lena Dorsey. Again, you can read more about her and her life as told through her own voice in the Foxfire Book of Appalachian Women, which is available through our website and in our museum shop. You can head over to foxfire.org for more information about that. And as always, we appreciate any way that you can support this podcast. We are a 501c3 nonprofit bringing you this podcast as part of our mission to preserve and promote Southern Appalachian history and culture. Um, So if you can like, subscribe, share with a friend, a neighbor, a family member, all of that helps other people encounter our podcast. If you're interested in giving a financial contribution, we do accept donations. Um, There's memberships for all different levels, including a digital membership. If you'd like to get more invested in Foxfire, you receive um, one of our wonderful Foxfire magazines as part of that. Again, all of this information and more about Lena, some images of Lena, can be found on our website at www.foxfire.org. Thanks so much, y'all, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care. If you don't like that, you can throw it away. I like it.